What's goody, you know? Yo, what's good, man? We going out or no? You know. It's sunny outside. Bye-bye. So, hi, my name's Andy. Welcome to the What's uh, Goody podcast. I'd like to welcome my guest, Callum. How are you doing? So, uh, how's your weekend been? Yeah, steady away. Back in the motherland yesterday, back in Accrington, where I'm from. So yeah, yeah. Went to watch the mighty Stanley draw four apiece with Cheltenham. Was it a good game then? Uh, from what I can remember, yeah. I was quite oh, quite intoxicated, yeah. yeah. Do they sell drinks at the ground? or They just opened a new um, £2.5 million sort of clubhouse bar type thing. Oh, okay, wow. So you can actually, you're not allowed to drink alcohol and do the pitch. Yeah, you're yeah. In there, they put the game on the screen. Oh, okay. Um, what, like, kind of like, because I know you say like a... A Premiership team, they have like the stadium, and then like they have the part where you like you know, queue for food and drink. Yeah. So is it that part, or is it outside the it's stadium? Sort of, sort of like that. It's like connected to the stadium, um, oh, okay. like a like a big clubhouse type thing. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it's really smart. New start, like sponsors lounge and things like that. That's so. really good. What league are they in at the moment? Yeah, league, league one, league so one, third third tier. So that's like, is that the old Division Two? Yeah. I'm still trying yeah. to keep up with that. It's like it. it's a, it's an odd one, isn't it? Premiership League One, League Two, but. How are they doing at the moment? Like, yeah, mid- mid-table, chipping mid-table. away. So, ah, okay, cool. Uh, given the size of the town and the size of the club, really, it's a yeah, good yeah. achievement, that really. Especially with like you mentioned, like, is it new sponsors that you know mm. got you the money in? So, hopefully, that's a good sign for uh, the future kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, we can't compete really with, with teams that are in the league, like Sunderland and Switch sure. and Sheffield Wednesday. I mean, they're, they're huge teams. I get it, yeah. The grounds are bigger than our town. Yeah, you know, so we do really well to, to stay in that league, really. No, that's good because, yeah, I'm from Chester. I don't even know where they are at the moment. I think they're in, like, non-league. <laughs> well, Chester's a strange one because they uh, the address is in England, but the pitch's in Wales. Yeah. It's the clubhouse in England, but the pitch's in Wales. So there was a big... When the Welsh government banned football teams from playing outside yeah, yeah, with yeah. spectators, oh, okay. there was a bit of controversy because like, they were like, oh, we're English, why should we have to do that rule? Sure, yeah, the, yeah. The police don't leave the pitch in Wales, you have to do it. Oh, yeah. It's that close, I think, to the, the Welsh border. It's mm. so easy to get to there. So do you have like a... Do you have a premiership team by any chance? Or like, um, so if you did have to pick one? Yeah, not really. Um, like growing up, a lot of the people used to watch Stanley used to watch the Black Blackburn and Burnley sometimes. Oh, like, okay, yeah, yeah. So like five miles either side. But yeah, yeah. Uh, it's good for the area, they do well. Um, but like I say, we were in non-league then. Once you become a professional team, it's a little yeah, different. Yeah. I get it. Um, yeah, it's good for the area of Blackburn and Burnley do well. So did you grow up in like Accrington then? Like, yeah. Is that where you spent like most of your life so far? Yeah, yeah. So I moved to Chorlton last July. Yeah, yeah. But pretty much apart from uni, I lived in Ormskirk yeah, um, yeah. for a year. Yeah, I lived in Accrington all my life, yeah. Oh, all cool. Yeah, yeah. So do you go back there quite often then, would you say? Yeah. Well, that's, friends that's, and stuff. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, friends have spread out over time, mm. so we all sort of live in different places now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's the good thing about going to the Stanley, because we all sort of gravitate back for that. Brilliant, yeah. To see old friends and things. Cool. Um, what would you say you like to do in like, your free time and kind of thing, like outside of work? What's yeah. your favourite things to do? So it's a bit strange, really, with um, the things that you used to enjoy as like a, a treat and become like every day with lockdown and uh, yeah, working definitely. from home. But yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I like to offer a beer, really, one of those sort of like... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah beer, definitely. Beer enthusiasts into the craft beer and things. Uh, into my music, like a genre called prog rock. So like jazz, oh, okay. Pink Floyd, things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I used to have a few mates from like back in high school when 
they must have been like 13 years old and they're into that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's still standing the test of time. Like it's a niche. Um, I went to see Genesis last year actually. Then the end that was that was great. Um, oh cool. Was it quite packed? Yeah, it was busy, but uh, they didn't come on for an hour. They were an hour late on because uh, like some generator had broken or something. Right. I was okay. Yeah. I yeah. haven't paid for the. Uh, you know, the, the insurance. Yeah. Uh, it's like too quick. Yeah, yeah. It's like the cancel. You'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah. nice experience just to go out but not get to see yeah, it. Yeah. That could have been the case. And uh, Phil Collins is really frail now. Sure. So people are like, what have literally what he's died because he's, he oh, came right. on, he's, he's got a walking sticky yeah. hobbles, he sits down to sing, he's deaf, his spine's gone. No way. He's not in great shape. Yeah. That's a shame because I think, I think people, even if that, you know, progressive rock's not even their particular genre, I think mm. a lot of people just love like, Phil Collins because yeah. he's made some classics over time. Some bangers. Um, he couldn't obviously with the spinal damage. You can't drum anymore. So right. Okay. Sixteen-year-old son's on the drums. Oh, wow. He was he was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, at least yeah. it's kind of like it's kind of like carrying on a lineage. Mm. Like at least you know who, who else better to have you know drum boy than your son. So yeah, I'll have a big career, Nick Collins. Really, yeah, really yeah. Good. Brilliant. Uh, is what about any other acts you went to see like lately or? Even just ever, really. Yeah, I went to see a band called The Lovely Eggs, a place called Gorilla in Manchester. I think Is that near like Deansgate or? It's near St Peter's Square, Oxford Roadway. Oh, okay, right. Okay. Yeah. Do you know where um, the, the Ritz is? Yeah, it's yeah. It's not too I, far from there. I was, yeah. I was around that area last night, actually. That's where I went out to. Um, but yeah, I've not actually been to there. It's supposed to be quite a good, like. Is yeah. that, so it's more like. So is that more like a music venue then, Gorilla? It's weird. They've got like they've got like a bar and they sell food and things, but they've got like a concert area. Oh, brilliant! And uh, it's only a small venue, which is good with the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's like it's really easy to get served. They've got, they've got like bars at yeah, like, many yeah, sides yeah. as well, so that was good. And uh, yeah, like, like I say, sometimes I'll just, I'll just pick a random a random act and go to like Manchester Academy. Yeah, but yeah. Sometimes like five, six quid. Like it's terrible. It doesn't matter. No, that's a yeah. I didn't realize they. That's like pretty cool. Yeah. That actually because. Um, no, it's great just going out and you know having something to do with the fact you know that we live in Manchester. It's so easy just to go and see a band or yeah. you know a group or something. So I love that. Um, it's called Home, like capital okay. letters H O M E. Right. Like, okay. Uh, it's got they've got a cinema there and they've got like uh, they do like theatre and art and things like that. But sure. The cinema's really cool because they will put things on that other cinemas don't have. Uh, okay. Like niche films and yeah, I get documentaries yeah. and things like that. So oh, that's pretty good. Is that kind yeah. of like reasonably priced as well? Then would you say? Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, just standard cinema price really. But um, mm. I'm really into a band called Sparks. Okay. And a documentary came out about them called The Sparks Brothers. Oh, that's like the only place, like yeah, 50 yeah. mile radius showing it. So cool. that was cool. It's on Netflix now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we're both not drinking today on the podcast, which is a first for this one because we were both out last night. Separate nights out. Uh, so yeah, I think we're probably both a little bit delicate on a, from, that's why I was saying away from drink. So where did you go last night then? Uh, well, I just went back to Accrington for the day. So oh, I, I went over there, watched the game, carried on drinking afterwards. Yeah, yeah. And before, and then I came back on the the half eleven train back. Got oh. to Manchester at half twelve. Oh, last night. Uh, kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Had a few beers in Manchester on the night bus back to Chorlton. But oh, cool. uh, I was trying to be sensible. Like I was, I was doing yeah. the drinking water and things. But sure. Oh no, yeah. Not, the vibe no takes over. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I was yeah. sensible. I just can't drink for shit nowadays. <laughs> we had like yeah. a few drinks. And... It's not the drinking; it's the recovery time now. Yeah, like, that's what it is actually. No, that's that's perfect. No, you get two day hangovers now. That's it. Yeah, yeah. No, because like that's that's true actually. Because yeah, I could probably just keep drinking if I wanted to, but I know the hangovers coming. Like yeah. you're out having a good night, and you just like you get like split second. You're just like, yeah, I'm gonna feel this tomorrow. Yeah, you know, you're trying to be a bit calmer with I, it. But I can't if I have to do something the next day. Yeah, I, I can't drink now. The day before, like I used yeah. to. Well, I was younger, I was 18, I was 18, so I could oh, see yeah, the licensing. And I'd get up at 
Gonna put six, go to work, stay out till three, do the same again. Every yeah, day. yeah. Make anything worse now. Yeah, but, definitely. Uh, You've got to give your body rest, haven't you? Which is, you know, that's fair enough. Save money as well at the meet at the same it. time, which is not a bad thing. So, um, in celebrity news, I think probably most people around the world, or like at least keep some kind of track of celeb news, as the the now infamous Will Smith slap uh, that happened at the Oscars. Uh, only a week ago, and it feels like it's been going on for years now, just because it's almost every day. But I thought, like, we didn't mention it last podcast because it was only Saturday last week, um, so it hadn't actually happened yet. But yeah, have you got any takes on that? I think we live in a very binary age now, so people are very tribal. So you get the, you get you get people saying, you know, oh, he's right to defend his wife's honor, and then you get the other side of people saying that like, it's only a joke. You shouldn't you shouldn't sure. like that. Yeah, yeah. But both those both those things can simultaneously be true. You can say it was yeah. a terrible joke. And you can also say the slap was wrong. Yeah. You know, it's uh, how many other people had jokes at their expense made on that night? 100%. You know? Definitely. Uh, he's just, I, I don't know what it is about him. He's, he's just, uh, like, he's shocked people because of who it is as well. He's such, like, in most things, he's usually, like, such a, like, a likeable character. And, like, you know, he's had ma- major films, music career, and... But he's you know, cultivated that image for so many years. That that's family the thing. Image. It's gone an image, you know, in a heartbeat. That's the thing, and he won the Oscar that that night as well. That was like his big night, and mm-hmm. it's almost been like eclipsed by one slap. <laughs> uh, it's you know, it's it's Fair. quite a shame to be honest, because that was like hit. This is supposed to be your night, which I guess it is, but not for the right well, reasons. Well, imagine winning, winning the best actor Oscar and that not being the most talked about thing. Yeah, it's crazy, night. it's ridiculous. And he's resigned from the academy now. Yeah, I saw something about that. So he won't be going, I'm assuming, to like any more until he's at least changed his mind. He probably mm. probably needs, you know, some reflection or even therapy to But it's like Chris Chris Rock handled it really well, I thought. He did. Rolled it out and Class made a joke of it. Yeah. Like because how like any like you know, any person who gets slapped on stage in front of millions, you don't know how you're gonna react. He could have reacted. You know, he could have if he wanted to, he could have tried to slap him back or whatever. Like that's not it's self defence kind of thing, isn't it? Um, so yeah, no, he I think he handled it in like you said, like quite a, a classy way. He kept yeah. the show going. But Jim that's Jim Carrey said, so um Chris Rock's decided not to press charges. Sure. But Jim Carrey was interviewed the other day and he said, said I would have done. He said the only reason Chris Rock's not doing it is because he can't be doing with the hassle. I get you, yeah. Um, he said I would have sued him for millions because that's what Chris Rock will be remembered for now. Yeah. When Chris Rock dies, that's what that's the clip that'll come out. You know, when you Google Chris Rock, it's yeah. always gonna show that first, isn't it? Yeah. That's one that's definitely gonna be one of the things. I know like his comedy sales toy, he's got one coming out this year. Apparently you know, sales rocketed, yeah. Definitely, yeah, like they're all getting sold out, but he's also able to bump up the price. So I don't know, I think person like Chris Rock with his like with his talent, he could like obviously he's gonna have time to process this and he's gonna be able to think like how am I gonna, you know, address this because mm-hmm. he hasn't He's kind of like just pushed it to he the side. Said on the on the tour, he, he comes out at the start and he apparently said to the audience, "Like we're gonna have a good time and a few laughs. We all know what happened. I'm gonna process it and then I eventually that, yeah. I will do yeah, something yeah. with it." But because uh, yeah, if you, if you want some juicy gossip tonight, you're not gonna get it. Type thing, definitely you know? because he's gonna. Yeah, I saw that clip myself because yeah, he could say anything and it could just be taken in ten different directions. So I think he's just gonna, you know, think about it. But my take on it is. If we walk through how it actually happened, so Chris Rock made a joke about uh, regarding Jada, his wife, saying G.I. Jane 2. So there was a, the first G.I. Jane 
obviously that was just a joke there is no G.I. Jane 2 but there's one about 20 years ago not sure if you know about this yeah, and, um, Demi Moore wasn't it I think and she had a shaved head uh, for the role and Jaya has also has a shaved head apparently she has alopecia which you know of course has lost her hair um, and so we made the joke saying you know this is going to be her you know look forward to seeing you in the second one and if you actually see Will Smith laugh his first reaction was to laugh and that was mm. it and then he, he then looked at Jada, and Jada had, like, the meanest face going. And then he was think, probably thinking, you know, with their history and the open relationship, he's probably thinking, right, I'm going to have to do something because I don't know what she's going she's yeah. to do. I don't I know. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, well, there, there are classier ways to do it, though, aren't there? You could have had a yeah. word with him. You could have walked up to him just oh, yeah. in his ear, you know. I think what I, yeah, what I would have done, like, say, I probably would have laughed, like, you know, if I was in a Will Smith situation, I probably would have found the joke funny. And then if I saw like my wife was mm. upset by it, I'd be like, you know, prob- you know, come for her or whatever. And then, you know, maybe talk to Chris after the show. Yeah. Well, she was laughing again when when Will Smith walked off and um, Chris Rock said, like Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. Yeah. This so is the best she- night of television ever. Yeah. She was laughing again. So she was. Yeah. The thing is, yeah. So she had angry face when uh, he made the joke, and then he did the slap. So she's. I don't know. It was like she wasn't. She was happy that Will Smith responded, like because mm. I don't know. To me, to be honest, I didn't find it funny. It's such a dangerous precedent, though, isn't it? It's, it's such a fine line because you can't. The, the the message, I think it's Stephen Fry says, like people act like being offended by something gives you rights. Yeah. So I'm offended by that. Yeah, someone. yeah. You know, if you are offended by it, there are channels you can you yeah. can pursue, but you can't. The message that if something upsets you, you can just attack them. Yeah, is wrong. Is wrong. So both, both things are true. The joke was tasteless and wasn't in the rehearsals as well. So ah, everyone, I didn't know was that. Saying that. Ah, okay. Everyone was saying, why has he erupted? Because he will have already seen it. Ah, but apparently it's an ad-lib. I get you. Yeah. So that would have made it worse. Yeah. But then that was a terrible joke. But also, like, you can't you can't do that. Um, and like you said, damage to his brand now. Yeah. It's taken a long time to get back. Definitely. Um, but yeah, it's just one of... Like, how... I think the best way is like someone, you know, someone offends you, like, or, you know, your partner, something like that, is to either ignore it and pay it no mind or have a <laughs> have a word. Like, I think only the only reaction to violence is the only reason why, you know, violence is if someone is in danger, well, I would it's, say. It's the, old, um, it's the old line, isn't it? You know, um, violence is never the answer. Yeah. Unless the question is, what is never the answer? Oh, okay. But, um, well, yeah, it's all very odd, but I bet the Oscars are secretly delighted, you know, the, the, the social media interactions and yeah, the profile of the Oscars. Yeah, apparently, yeah. like, because a lot of people thought it was fake at first. Mm. I, I remember when I first saw it, I was thinking, is this one? It's, it's got to be real, like, <clears throat> for it to happen, but, you know, there was, it was it, I said, I had some doubts. Yeah. But um, it, people definitely thought it was fake at first. A lot of people did, thought it was fake just because apparently the Oscars, they weren't generating as much, you know, interest as they have done in recent years, so... But yeah, it would have done them probably in the long run a good thing because it's generated. Everyone's like, "Oh, talk about the Oscars now." Mm. So, but um, it kind of been staged because neither of them have anything to gain by it. Do you know, and there's a de- photo shopped image doing the rounds. Where it's like Chris Rock's face. He's got like um, like a padding thing there, like blended into his skin. Right. People go, "Oh, he's got that to absorb the smack." It's, it's, but the image is fake. I get know? yeah. Um, but yeah, it's not. I think it's anything that happens now. There's always a conspiracy theory, but. Um, you can tell from how upset Will Smith was that it wasn't a joke. Yeah, oh, 100%. Because he put the, the, t- 
well, whether they're real or not, he had the tears on during yeah. his speech. He knew he'd done something terrible. He tried to ride it out as well, so he was, he was enjoying himself at the after party and yeah. dancing around with his statue. I think he, he probably thought, mm, I might have just rolled this out now. And the next day, obviously. I think 10 years ago, he would have rolled it out. Right. Now with social media, things last forever, don't they? Now? It does. It just kind of sticks on people's minds. The like, memes and things like that. Yeah. Know? I thought it'd be a good topic to talk about because it's recent news. Mm-hmm. But next week, next podcast, it's that's enough talk about it because yeah. like you said, the social media just makes sure it sticks on. Um, so yeah, um, I know we talked about music before and you're into kind of like progressive rock. Yeah. Um, there was a documentary I, I watched recently called, I think it's Genius by Kanye West. Um, I'm not sure if you're into like any rap or anything really. It doesn't matter if you if you are. We were talking about Kanye West the other day to, to a friend of mine, and okay. uh, it's one of those people who sort of transcend genres, isn't it? Because he's, he's even if you're not into that music, you yeah, know he is. And he's Glastonbury set. We were talking about that because my friend went to Glastonbury. Ah, okay, his, yeah, yeah. He was headlining. Sure. And I don't even remember that it was a big um, pull of blue. Like Noel Gallagher said, a rap star shouldn't be headlining Glastonbury. I, yeah, heard a bit so about Kanye that. Kanye came out to Wonderwall. <laughs> yeah, just like guitar. Per- perfect response. Yeah, yeah. No, I think Kanye West, he is, like, a genius, and, like, because watching that and what he had to go through, because originally, like, a lot of people know him first, when he first came out as a producer, because, you know, he always made, like, really good beats, but he actually, his main thing was actually rapping, but um, I think Rockefeller, who was Jay-Z, used to be, own it, he was the owner, and, like, the people there wouldn't listen to him, but he, he just kept... Um, you know, kept going at it and eventually managed to get his way through. Um, and now he's got like albums that are like seven million millions. And like you said, it kind of transcends genre because everybody knows him. Whatever taste like you're into. I've dropped to Rick. I'm thinking of Jay Z. That's a mistake. Oh, okay. Jay Z headlined Glastonbury, but uh, the point still stands about Kanye. Yeah, trans- transcending genres. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But, um, but yeah, great artist. He is like the, even if you just like even if you're not into his rapping, like some of the meat the beats he's made. You can hear it like either singles release or on his album. I just like, you know, he's a very talented guy, uh, and I'd recommend, especially if you're into rap, to watch that because it's very What's inspiring. The album? Was, there's an album called Heartbreaks and Eight to Yeah, where he yeah. did like a whole. I only released listened to that for the first time recently, and like, yeah, I think he did the whole album where it was like, it was based for layman terms, put it in like auto tune basically mm-hmm. for the whole album. Because he used only like certain equipment, like the AOAs, and it was, it's actually pretty cool to be honest. And I think it's good. It's also quite a risky thing to do because he's used to like you know how you would hear any other song and do that for the whole album. You might have one or two where it's you know using AOAs like the auto tune, but he did it for the whole album. But it actually paid off, and I think you know that's in his legacy that you know that it worked out. But um, yeah, since watching that documentary, I've listened to like most of his albums now because it was like I just went on a binge. No, I'll have to watch it. I like any kind of like music documentary is usually interesting, yeah. isn't it? Even if you don't like the artist, the story oh, yeah. is usually interesting. Yeah, because so. like, like rap and R and B, they're my favorite genres. Mm. But if I see, you know, I can be appreciative of like any other genres. You know, if the talent's there, or if I, you know, like the music, it doesn't matter what genre there is. You so going can, back to really interesting. Going back things. to Jay Z for a second. Mm. Um, do you remember Mr. Hudson? I do what actually. Yeah, to Mr. Hudson was supposed to be the next big thing at one point. I'm not too sure because yeah, he'd... Supernova. And yeah. they did uh, the Young Forever. Young Forever, which is still a tune. Yeah, yeah. And they just went vanished. That was around yeah. about 2010, wasn't it? Like, he was. Ago, yeah. I'm not sure who, like, kind of like. Because a lot of artists, they. The phrase basically put them on where they, you know, give them exposure. So I'm not sure if it was JT or Kanye. Yeah. Basically, yeah. So he was going to be the next big thing, but 
you know, I think a lot of things come with like, you know, the fame and the, you know, and the grind, like that's why you hear of like, you know, the one hit wonders because, mm. you know, they make a great song and it's like, all right, now this is your career. Do you want to do this or not? And like, I think a lot of people like, they might just take the money and run. Or if that's like what you, you know, your real passion is and they want to go through it because, you know, these artists work hard. It's not an easy business. So. I remember that Young Forever and listening to it when I was like 19. Yeah, yeah. And thinking, oh, this soul, but it reminds me of being like young. Sure, yeah, yeah. I was like old then. That's, that's what it is at that yeah. age. You're, you're starting to think like, yeah. I'm, I'm uh, ticking on a bit now. Yeah, thinking about you know, playing with your friends and yeah, sunshine yeah. and things like that and looking back and it's like... I, I think that's the way life's... Then. Yeah, I think, that's, <laughs> I think that's the way life's always going to be. It's always going to yeah. be like, you think, oh, I'm old now and then 10, 20 years later, man, I was so young. <laughs> like, we probably think like, a lot of people our age probably think, oh, we're old now, but it's like in 10, 20 years, God, you guys were yeah. young. And also that thing that people say to when you're younger about how you, when you get older, yeah. the years pass quicker. It's so true. Definitely. It's like you say, four weeks' time, we'll be in May. We're almost halfway through oh, the year in June. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I can't even think of that. Weeks time. That's why I just take it day by day. Yeah. That's the best. But we're in April now, aren't we? Which is obscene. Yeah. A third of the year. Gone. Crazy. You know. But yeah. It's going to be Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it, to be honest yeah I would not be surprised before we know it um, so yeah talk about as I mentioned uh, documentaries how about like what kind of like TV shows or yeah let's stick with TV shows first yeah. what kind of TV shows would you say you watch if you, you do I do like a lot of documentaries oh okay yeah like a lot of Luther Who things like that sure and uh, especially things that I'm not without saying like music documentaries things that you've got an idea of who it is but you don't mm. know the story yeah yeah things like that really interesting uh, a lot of comedy Sure. Um, what kind of comedy would you say, like UK, American, or? Uh, tend to lean towards UK, but I watched a lot of uh, Ted Lasso. Have you seen Ted Lasso? I think I've heard the name, but I yeah, can't think of it. It's an American, the, the premise is that he's an American uh, football coach who gets oh, takes over a Premier League team. I've I've, he- I've seen trailers, that's the, um, I think it's Jason Sudeikis yeah, or something. Sudeikis, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's it's very really good. good. He's yeah. from, um, I don't know if you heard of the show, Saturday Night Live originally, oh, yeah. Yeah. American a thing, which are. is... Yeah, it's like a must be an amazing foundation because if you manage to get like a regular part on that, which is you know it's a big American show if you don't know, and they they've been doing it for about forty years. They have a special guest host every Saturday uh, when the season's on, and yeah, they have regular cast members that are every week for the season. And if you manage to get a spot in that, it feels like you pretty unless you make like a big fumble like in your personal life where it gets blown up into the media. You basically got it made. Otherwise, well, a lot of people's careers have started on there. Or done well from there. You know, you will feral people like that. Definitely, there's and more recent times there's like uh, Pete Davidson, which he was involved in the whole. Well, apparently he's with Kim Kardashian now. Which did you hear about the whole mess? Probably only a few weeks ago with Kanye get trying to get involved and yeah, a bit of to and froing. Yeah, it's all very odd. Yeah. So yeah, I think Kanye's great, but sometimes it's I don't know. He's trying to get a bit too. When Kim's like, I think they're divorced now, and it's basically like it's it's a done deal. And I think Kanye, he did like a video with a rapper called The Game not too long ago, and he was like, he had uh, like a clay version of Pete Davidson in the ground kind of thing, you know. In the video. In the video. <laughs> um, you know, pitching as if he, you know, had passed away or something like that. And it's just, I don't know, I guess you can see it as art. But I think, yeah, I think the sooner he lets that go, the better for, the better yeah, for him. Yeah, he needs to move on. Because he's got kids with Kim as well, so it's, you know, he doesn't want to overstep that boundary kind of thing. I'm looking forward to, um, 
Better Call Saul coming back. Oh, is that coming back, is it? Yeah, I never probably watched that, that series. Is that kind of like, because that was a, a spin-off, wasn't it, from, is it Breaking, Breaking Bad? Bad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so in Breaking Bad, Saul Goodman's like the, the dodgy lawyer. Yeah, yeah. And it's all about his origin story. It's okay. a lot more, like Breaking Bad's a lot more crash, bang, wallop, except pieces. Okay. Whereas this is more slow and character driven and I think it's got it, more watchability. Has it got like, somewhat like a bit of comedy in it as well? Yeah, or, yeah. yeah it's well written. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they find that the series six is coming out now, and that's where apparently it starts to sort of properly mesh with Breaking Bad. Like the okay, overlap's yeah, going to yeah. start to happen, so that'll be interesting. It's great when series can come back like after like years, and you think like because I assume it's been a few years. Mm. Like when they come back, and you think like that, you know, when they end, you think that's it. Mm. But you know, well, Breaking Bad started in about two thousand eight, so they've got yeah, yeah. you know fourteen years out of those characters, really. Definitely, and it's you never know they could have, they could always just like. You know, you only need one mind to be like, you know what, let's bring it back. And if they've got the money and, you know, the talent to put it forward. Spin off again. Yeah. yeah. Or, yeah, it's crazy what they can do with it. Because yeah. um, I'm into, like, a lot of, I don't know, I'm a bit boring, like, a lot a lot of, like, American sitcoms, like uh, Big Bang Theory, um, Two and a Half Men, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. I did watch the um, couple of, well, about a couple of months ago, I just watched all the American Office Oh, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it before, and uh, that was good. Yeah, A lot of people are talking that, like, I'm sure they've been talking about it for years, but I've noticed the past couple of years, I'm not sure, but people are, like, really, like, starting to appreciate the American office a bit more. Like, I've only watched a few episodes, but... It's one of those programs, it's a bit like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, you, you sometimes feel like you've seen it before you've seen it. Yeah, yeah. You see so many clips and memes and Definitely. things like that. Um, but it, that came out in 2004, the, the US office. That's it's crazy, crazy years, isn't it? Yeah. The young Steve Carell is in it now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But no, um, Brooklyn Nine Nine, obviously, they decided to bring that to an end because of you know the controversy with with the police force. Sure, in the last yeah, yeah. Of years, so it's yeah, difficult yeah. to keep doing a, you know, get, a comedy yeah. about it. Sure, and they have tackled that in the in the series as well, which is cool. But uh, I like Andy Samberg. Oh, he's quality. Another another SNL yeah. alumni. Um, but yeah, no, I've only been. I hadn't watched Brooklyn Nine Nine or shows like the Big Bang pretty much until like kind of like this year but it just happens to be on like E4 all the time yeah. and now, now that I'm like living by myself so I don't have the, the good old sky so that's like one of my main go-to channels and so it's you know I'm watching loads of those and it's you know it's quality I don't think Brooklyn Nine would be my kind of show but I think like you mentioned like writing with another show like when the writing is there like I think a lot of I do like UK comedy but a lot of US I don't know I think because it's always on TV. I'm just so used to it. It's different, isn't it? It's I, different. They have, they have writer's like... rooms, don't they? Oh, yeah, real, yeah, yeah. You know, that's why you get 200 episodes because I have 40 writers, which will have, yeah. you know, somebody will invent a programme and they'll write it all. I get it. like 12 yeah, episodes. Yeah, that's probably... our, our comedy generally in the UK is a bit more bleak. Like in America, everything has to be tied up nicely and have a happy ending. Yeah, because we're, we're a bit more like things, you know? dry and almost mm. dark sometimes. Mm. But yeah, I like just the, the silly slapstick of the, the US comedy. Uh, it's like that American office, so people say, you know, what, what's better, the UK or the American one? It's like, you can't compare them, so different. They are. Uh, the UK one is, is, is literally like a, if you've, worked, if you've ever worked in an office environment, it, it's, it is like that, like those kind of people. And yeah. it's, it's like a snapshot of life that's also funny, but bleak. Whereas the American yeah. one is a, is a traditional sitcom where silly things happen that wouldn't yeah, happen, yeah. you know. More slapstick, if you will. Definitely. Well, yeah, when, I think that a lot of people can relate to that because, like, when you are in, like, an office environment, it's kind of like you're making the most of, you know, working in an office, you know, you yourself with, like, you know, 
however many people. But um, yeah, no, both great shows though, and still still getting watch, watch a lot today. I think there's something there must be the, the the seed of a sitcom about people working from home. Mm. That'd be a good premise. People yeah, could from be, home and, yeah, <laughs> and the Zoom conferences and things like that, you know. Oh, 100%. Well, um, I think I'm surprised. Like, has there been many films about like even just like COVID yet? You know, actually, like yeah. big blockbusters. There will be. It'll be like, um, it's like anything like if you look at like say the Iraq war, yeah, it takes like 10 years, you need time to pass them definitely because at the moment the pandemic film came out, we're all still sick of the pandemic, so you probably, you probably wouldn't watch it. And apparent well, and also we're not fully, unfortunately, not fully clear of that just yet either. So it's like, say, if we to put a film out, and even if they're making jokes about it, and then say if there's like a sudden surge in like some country, yeah, it's not in very good taste. Yeah, I mean, you could do it. They probably get around it. They probably have it about, about an unnamed disease. Yeah, I wouldn't name check COVID, but uh, there's a, there's a series on Netflix called I think it's just called The Bubble. Okay. It's about them trying to film a TV series in the little, little COVID. Ah, then, yeah, but it came up. It popped up. It's Judd Apatow, directed like the yeah, yeah. Birds and things like that. But I like him. Sure. I'm not, I don't want to watch a COVID thing yet. I get it, yeah. I like, oh, it's yeah. like, a, just because, <clears throat> when you mention, you know, to let a bit of time pass first, it was like, I don't know if you've ever seen American Sniper with uh, Bradley Cooper, came out about, let's see, about 10 years ago. And it's basically about um, apparently the most like prolific sniper in the, oh, don't worry, it's still on that, it's just some silly internet thing. Um, but yeah um, and it was about like the most prolific sniper I think in the you know the Afghan one in, in the early uh, noughties and that was such a good film but yet again yeah it came out 10 years later because it would have been like too fresh if it just came out like a year or two but to watch it afterwards like did you ever see it? I've not seen it but it was. I remember it being quite critically acclaimed it was really yeah. good. Like he just seems to survive. I won't give away the ending, just in case anyone does want to watch it, even though it's been out for years. But it just seemed like he survived everything. Like it must be about two or three hours long, and just when you think like, "Oh no, this is it now. It's a shame he's gone out," and it's like, "Wait, how did he survive this?" It's just like there are scenes where it's like he's in a desert, uh, all the, I think all these like bullets or something, and it's coming at him, and it's like, "Oh." That's a shame you have to go out that way. And he still managed to make it out. And it's based on a real life story as well. So it's, you know, it's unreal. But it's, um, they did a really good film. I think, I think with COVID generally, I think it's impacted my attention span. Like, sure. I, I've really, I find it really difficult to, to, to watch. Unless it's really captivating. Yeah. Very quickly. I find sure. it hard to stick with things. No, I didn't used to. Oh, okay. So why do you... I think it's because we're always around screens and we've not been able to go out and do things. I get, yeah. So it's kind of... So it's like, it's kind of like flashbacks from being yeah. in COVID where, you know, especially if you weren't working, yeah. it was like, there's only so much you can do. And you kind of, you know, a lot of it's just watching TV or yeah. whatever. So. You get overstimulated. It's, it's proven. Mm. So if you're on your phone or, or your PC or watching yeah, yeah. all the time, your brain gets used to that level of stimulation. I get it. Yeah. When you step back, it's, it becomes bored very quickly. It's kind of like, there's different names for it, isn't it? Like, you know, say if you watch something really good or whatever, or even food, it's like releases, like, is it dopamine, dopamine or something? Yeah, feel good chemical, yeah. So it's it could have something to do with that where, yeah, if you just watch, it could be like your favourite series ever. and You used to love every single episode, but you'd watch it weekly. But if you just watch all 20 in a row, you yeah. might just get bored. <laughs> like binge culture, isn't it? Yeah. A lot of things you watch now for comfort, and have, it's the sound. Yeah. It's in the background, you're doing something else, aren't you, really? You're on your phone. 100%. You're, you know, oh, I do that. 
yeah, no, 100%. I often do that. Like, say, if I'm even just playing a video game, mm. I'll have music on in the background. I might even be like, I'll put it on pause. I'll be just watching this YouTube video. It's like you're yeah, yeah. constantly checking for a well, new, like, I think, stimulus. I think that's where podcasts have started to go into their own, really. Yeah. Like, especially during COVID, the number of celebrities who started yeah, doing podcasts because yeah, they couldn't do anything else. Yeah. You know. So yeah. we've seen, like, yeah, especially with podcasts, we've seen, like, you know, these major, like, high-profile celebrities mm. in, like, a different realm if they're in podcasts because it's, like, you know, if it's a film or something, it's kind of, it's scripted and it's, like, this is what they're going to say, da, 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 and then the camera cuts and then they go home live the nice life. But with a podcast, it's, like, you can have, like, the skeleton of what you're going to talk about but it's also like mm. it's more conversational. Without, yeah, yeah. Without yeah. there, w- there will be like editing and stuff, but it's still like yeah, conversational. So you might hear things that you, you might not always hear from someone like that, which is you know, especially if it's an actor or actress that like you're like really intru- into kind of thing. Yeah, you I, get think, to hear I think, different I think stuff. media companies now have worked out they can monetize podcasts as well now. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of adverts on podcasts now. It is, you know, if you're getting a million, two million listeners, it's, it's big money. Definitely. Well, yeah, I was looking in, I think I mentioned last week, I want to get this onto like Spotify or something. I was looking into that today uh, and hopefully I can finish out off later. So, because whenever I watch podcasts, I'm always like, I'm so used to just like watching it like on YouTube or something or whatever. So I can see like the people talking, mm. but I didn't realize there's that many people because there's loads that listen, you know, they'll listen, yeah, put on the headphones on the go, yeah, yeah. and they'll be going for a run or think yeah. like, would, would you say you do that kind of thing? Yeah, I like, I like to just have it on while I'm doing work or like, like, like the radio. Yeah, so I put yeah. a podcast on, leave it, I'll do a bit of work or I tidy up or whatever, you know. So what are, what are like a couple of your favourite uh, podcasts would yeah, you say? Yeah, so there's, there's, there's a comedian called Richard Herring. There's a, a podcast called Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre Podcast. Oh, okay. And it's him just interviewing celebrities. Comedians. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. It's really interesting because you, you don't know what you're going to get. So some people... It'll be a very serious discussion, and they'll be talking sure. about the, the, you know, the teenage angst or a yeah, yeah. or something. And whereas somebody else is just like really like, yeah, yeah, so funny. I get it, yeah. you know. And people tend to open up in that format as well, definitely in a conversational format. Oh yeah, if someone, if someone makes you feel like welcoming, yeah, you're, you're much more open to just like. I think it depends who it is. It depends who the guest is. But it gets a lot of guests who I like as well. So like, I like you know, Stephen Fry and things like that. So yeah, like kind of like other comedians. There's one that I like. Um, do you know on the American Office? Do you know who Dwight is with the glasses? Have you seen him? Yes, is yeah. he the like quite tall guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dwight, he's the actor called Rain Wilson, and okay. uh, he does a podcast called Metaphysical Milkshake. Oh wow! And it's okay. him and some kind of like psychology guru. Yeah, yeah. And they just explore odd ideas. So they might oh, talk okay. about like what actually are dreams, yeah. or why do human beings have hopes, wow. or um, yeah, yeah. what is the point of money and things like that. Okay, yeah. Just like break it down, but in like a nice. Just complicated ideas in like a simple format. I get, yeah. That actually quite, sounds quite interesting. Quite lighthearted as well, yeah. Because the brain is a, a very complicated uh, animal, for lack of better words. You never know what, you know, mm. apparently, because don't we only use like, te- is it 10% yeah. of our brain? Like that just, you f- that sounds crazy. Like if we're only using that, like what's the other 90% what's doing? doing? Just yeah. like hanging out. on furlough. Imagine if it, like, we could actually use that. We could probably solve so many like problems in the world uh, I was reading an article about somebody involved in medicine yeah. and, and they were saying um, when you hold the brain like someone dies and set the brain out for whatever reason yeah, yeah. So you hold that brain and they were saying that it's so odd you've got this like, lump of like grey matter in your hand oh wow well, that, that that was somebody's everything the thoughts Definitely. the feelings the loves the yeah. interests it, it made them walk it made them talk you know it's yeah, yeah. such an odd I don't think I'll ever fully understand 
how how it works. That's the thing. Like a lot of people are, are so um, you know so caught up in like people's appearances and that. But at the end of the day, who we really are is like you said that grey matter, that brain that controls everything of you know how we can walk, talk, move. Um, so yeah, if only they can figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, maybe it's all. Maybe we're just a brain in a jar now. It's all an hallucination. Oh yeah, definitely. Who knows? Conspir- could, simulation theory. It's a good that conspiracy could theory. Be another movie. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, I think we'll wrap it up soon. But I really enjoyed you ha- having you on the podcast. Um, have you got maybe last question? Like, have you got any ideas for the the future kind of thing? Like, say aspirations or I'm anything just, particular, uh, or just really you didn't, you didn't slap me. To be honest. Oh yeah, no. But uh, just keep working away. Just starting a new role, carrying out uh, assessments for disabled students. Brilliant. So that's uh, that's keeping busy at the moment. Uh, Is that quite like a rewarding job kind of thing? Yeah, it's good. Say? Yeah, yeah, and it's good because I can set me on hours and things like that. Oh, so, brilliant! Yeah. Um, and also, like I say, I'm hoping to chip away at uh, doing a master's in psychology. No way! Just, I didn't in, know just that. in uh, that's amazing. For my own interest, really. Yeah, yeah. And I keep. Like postponing the modules, so I need oh, to okay. get a move on with that. Really. So is that kind of like a part-time course where yeah, you can yeah, do it in your spare home, time? Yeah, yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah, twenty hours a week. It's hard when you're working full time. It's hard, and, and to add that on yeah. top. Yeah, so it's uh, it's that's it, it's it's interesting, but it's just yeah, difficult yeah. to to manage the time. How, how long is that course then? Would you say it's about two and a half, three years? But you can do it at an accelerated rate. You can sure, do, you can do forty hours a week. Yeah, actually, yeah. But some people on the course, they've got like kids and okay. a full-time job. And they're doing two modules at times. Like that's, I don't know how you do it. Yeah, I think some people like it's kind of like uh, like workaholics, basically. Yeah, you've got all that. This is that what keeps them going. Yeah, which is you know it can be a good thing, but also could probably yeah. send you mad. <laughs> no, I just I, I often think about how what I could have achieved. I didn't wasn't such you know so prone to uh, procrastination. I just yeah, I think a lot. I know I'm I myself quite prone to that, and so many distractions yeah, and kind yeah. of things. Other presidents in life, you know, well, take no, over, but it keeps me ticking over. And like you say, I'm uh, we're getting towards summer now. It's the first proper summer we've had for yeah. A couple have of you years got any like holidays or anything coming up? Or I do have of? Um, for my thirtieth birthday two years ago. I bought myself a trip to Japan. Wow, just because of COVID, I couldn't yeah, go. Yeah. So I've got, I've still got the credit. Oh, amazing! So at some point, I'll, I'll do that. You say you're thinking of doing that this year, do you? Yeah, reckon? possibly. Yeah, ten awesome. days. Yeah. That would be, I know some family members, they've always wanted to go somewhere yeah. like that because it's such like a different culture. And That's it, it looks amazing, like just from what I've seen. So I've got a group of friends and they always they always go to, they always go on holiday, but to, to not, not strange places, different cultures. Yeah, yeah. So they went to, they went to Russia, then they went to Japan, they've been to Israel. They picked places that you wouldn't necessarily pick. Yeah, really. yeah, not like your typical, that, yeah. you know, sunny beach holidays. Yeah. Kind of I'd like, love to go to like um, like a random country, like, like Tajikistan or something, Uzbekistan. Yeah, where, yeah. Where, no one else is going to go. You know? Yeah, and that you don't hear about. It's yeah, kind yeah. of like you kind of discover it yourself. Yeah, or even like you say, as as, as sort of uh, dangerous as it sounds. I'm not talking around North North Korea, mate. Yeah, it'd you be could, cool. You just could package it. tours, yeah. But obviously, you only see what they want you to see. Yeah, but um, I think it'd be fascinating, you know, Cuba or something like that. You know? Brilliant. Yeah. Well, um, it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast, Callum. Um, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day and. If you guys out there, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And hope you have a good rest of the weekend. See ya. Tell me a ticket. No worries. I think I have a superhero stalker. But he just carries on my wrist. You are amazing. That means the 36 carrots on my bitch. But you are. My God.
Still on you now. Just having a good time now. You best get out of here now, Anthony. I saw just having a good time, you know.